week, I published some great news around TeloDB uh, and a new 490 or 450 kilometer line. And if I understand correctly, that will be engineering, design, build, operate. I think just unpack it, especially for our listeners who, or our readers who prefer listening as opposed to reading. It's an exciting yeah. project. Even for us, it's a headline project. Uh, so some of your listeners stroke readers may know that the Republic of Congo has quite sizable iron ore deposits comparable to anywhere in the world. And there's a number of licenses that have been issued there. And the big one being the Sapromayoko project, which is the ex-Exaro project uh, in the Congo. So what we are bringing, we've signed with the, with the license holder for the iron ore uh, to develop the railway corridor in two phases. Uh, phase one is rehabilitation of the existing line, and then phase two to build a brand new railway corridor to carry with a capacity of over 100 million metric tons. That's the sort of volumes that they intend to deliver to the market. So very exciting project. And that 100 million tons, is that per annum? Per annum. Okay, that, that's quite something. Right. It's sizable. It's That's really almost similar. in par with, with some other countries in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> let's not say which. <laughs> no, <listen>. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the time frame here? The client has already started producing at the mine, so they need us to go live sooner rather than later. So we are deploying capacity already to the work that we have to do. And that obviously means that there might be a, a couple of changes at, at TeloDB. I see you smiling there, so I think you should unpack that for us. <laughs> <laughs> you know too much, uh, Philip, about the industry. Some really exciting developments for us uh, as well. Obviously, because of the sort of opportunities that we are seeing in the railway sector in line with our strategy as TeloDB for the continent and the support of Deutsche Bahn, who's our partner, we've had to capacitate further our sort of operational capabilities. And we've brought on board a number of new colleagues as well, well known to the South African and African railway sector. So a gentleman called Dutliff Bredenkamp is joining TeloDB as chief executive. He, I think, quite well experienced in the industry, has been involved with a number of the solutions that have been executed in our own jurisdiction of South Africa. And also we've brought Cole Botha as the head of projects and engineering. And we've also, uh, quite excitingly, we're bringing some young African talent, uh, because a big part of our objective is also to develop a cadre of railway expertise on the continent to train and develop. Uh, so yeah, no exciting times. I think also just kind of give a summary of, you know, the organization as a whole and all the different elements that that come with with TeloDB, just for those who don't know. So as a group, we are committed to developing capacity within the railway sector on the continent. Really, what we want to do is develop A-grade railway networks, uh, corridor stroke networks on the continent, focused mainly on freight. There's a lot of clients that what, what we're seeing is there's huge amounts of pent-up demand for efficient mobility on the continent. And the expertise is, uh, per our interpretation, shorter than the capacity in the market. And not just EPC, there's a lot of EPC providers, there's a lot of consultants who can 
on paper give you the answer to any question, but what we are doing is really delivering a fully integrated solution. That means effectively from A to Z for any railway project, whether it's simply consulting and engineering or the full spectrum of development of a railway project. That means from concept, uh, we'll manage the whole thing from concept all the way through to to operations and maintenance. And we will get involved also in supporting training because of our partnership with DB. We have access to DB Academy, which is a, a dedicated training school for railway. And they train from blue collar train driver all the way to MBA in railways. So to have access to that while we're developing the African railway sector is also a unique opportunity. So we can, as we said, uh, we can carry those projects across the spectrum. Uh, any size and any scale, whether it's the full spectrum or aspects thereof, we can do. Uh, That's the first. The second is, I think people in the sector know that we also, where we started, uh, we still have our rolling stock leasing business, Tello Rolling Stock Leasing, and that we funded uh, rolling stock in a number of jurisdictions on the continent, and we still have appetite to finance uh, rolling stock. In your opinion, just like having a look at the markets in in South Africa and the rest of the, the continent, are you seeing more projects and more movement in Africa versus South Africa? Do you feel that there's been like a bit of stagnation here in, in the South African context? Just it'd be interesting to have your view. Again, it's it's a point of view, as you said. From our point of view, we are where we have more activity outside South Africa than within South Africa. It doesn't necessarily mean that there's no activity in South Africa. Uh, our own experience is that uh, we are seeing more activity outside South Africa than in South Africa. What we're seeing in South Africa, we're starting to see uh, questions being asked by the by the, sort of the three major railway corporations, so to say in the form of Transnet, Prasa, and how train. I think they, there's a realization that there's a need to kind of move things forward one way or another. But in terms of development of major corridors and really massive activity, we're seeing a lot more activity outside. outside so. And in closing, is there anything else you want to share? No, um, I, just to say, Look, we, we are committed to the African railway sector. We really are. We're, we're investing in South Africa. We're investing outside of South Africa alongside our partners. We think that even for a country like South Africa, that's quite advanced in its railway capacity. If you look at the industrial value chain of just the railway sector in South Africa, we think that the continent of Africa represents a really unique opportunity. So what we will try and do is also to bring with us, and we're already doing so in some of our projects, to bring South African capacity, but do so responsibly in that we also have to create capacity domestically in those markets that we are developing. So I'm honestly of the view that even for our country and the capacity that we have in South Africa, the continent represents a really unique opportunity, a unique and major opportunity. So there's one thing I'm going to be be asked with the project that you are about to start doing in Congo. How do local suppliers get in touch with you to maybe participate from a, a rail perspective or a signaling perspective or or even rolling stock for, for that matter. I mean, how are you going to manage that procurement process? Because there's obviously some needs that you're going to have. We have a, a process that we have to follow. We start with doing a full bankable feasibility study as is normal with these things because 
what the projects that we pursue, we have to ensure commercial viability. And what that will also yield is, per the experience of our colleagues and our partners, is a whole suite of uh, needs. And based on those needs, we will put out requests. And inevitably, we also have to be transparent on behalf of our clients and kind of pursue the whole value for money and quality. But when we will inform the market as we roll out our requirements form in terms of projects and things like that, yeah. The best thing to do is, uh, I think, for potential service providers to understand what we're doing, one, and two, to kind of wait for each stage uh, when we go out for procurement of services and goods. Well, Rani, thank you very much. I think it's very exciting. There's some more familiar faces on on your team now. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm sure it's people that you know. You know everybody in this industry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so they say. (laughs) (laughs) We know, we know, we know. Uh, Rani, thank you very much for taking the time to to join me for a virtual coffee with the editor. And I look forward to following this project as you go along. I look forward to having a real coffee. Yes. With, With the editor. (laughs) 